You're listening to the Maple Leafs Hot Stove Podcast with Mike Sullivan and Declan Karen. On this week's program, we're talking to Matt Collier of Canadian ska legends, the Planet Smashers. Hey, what's going on, everybody in Leafland? Welcome to the Maple Leafs Hot Stove Podcast, Episode 2. My name is Mike Sullivan, and I'm here with my cuz, Declan Karen. How's it going? Our uh, first episode uh, was with Sacrifice, and we now have Matt Collier of the Planet Smashers and Stomp Records here for episode two. Matt, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Matt, the reason we wanted to get you on uh, right away as soon as we found out you were in town is because uh, your band, the Planet Smashers, people that don't know, you guys were super influential in the ska punk scene. Uh, You guys have been around for, damn, a long time. How long? I think we're I think we're literally 18 tonight. Is it? I think it's tonight? Yeah, I think yeah. I'm legal. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy birthday as a band. All right, Alan, thanks. You're legal? Uh, in Quebec. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You guys are based out of Montreal, Quebec. And, you know, we've done a couple interviews, and eventually the Leafs came up, and I was shocked to find out you're actually a, a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. So the reason we wanted you on here is because you're a guy... In a band, you know, first and foremost, but secondly, you live in Montreal and are a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. How hard is that? Yeah. It is difficult. Let me tell you, man. I mean, like, I, I get, I get, I get sideways looks. I mean, you know, I'm, in, I'm in the music industry a lot, so a lot of people that work at the hockey rink are involved in the music industry because they're they're all owned in Montreal by the same company. Yeah. And I'll ask for tickets occasionally. I got to be a little coy, and they're like, "I'll only give you tickets if you're going to cheer for the Habs." <laughs> <laughs> like, Sure. <laughs> like a Habs jersey on over top of a Leafs jersey, and then I, take it off when you get to the game. We, we actually, I actually have Habs jersey. No! But wow. I, don't get me wrong. I do. You're going to be mad. I love the Habs, but only when they're not playing the Leafs. I hear that you live in the city. Yeah. So they're your secondary I, team. They are my secondary team. And, and your number one team is the Leafs. I mean, like we keep, we don't make the playoffs every year, and. <laughs> So you gotta like, you know, it hurts. It hurts after a long time, and you gotta become a, you know, other fan, and you know, to stay in touch with everything. So that's that's the Habs for me. How did you enjoy the uh, six nothing victory? Was it last Saturday? Yes. Yeah. You must have loved that. I loved it. When they said Gabrowski like allegedly bit, in my mind he bit, man. <laughs> that's payback for Reimer. Next time you're totally. gonna bite your ear off. <laughs> so, I don't know if he did or didn't, but I, I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> Now, let me ask you this. Do you have a Maple Leaf jersey? I don't. Wow. I, I have Why? Just lie for the sake of the podcast. Okay, well, they gave me the, the Habs jersey for free, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, okay, so let's start with the basics here. Uh, I guess out of the gates, um, you know, how did you become a Leafs fan? What's the story there? Well, you know, I, uh, I was born in Toronto. My dad was a Habs fan, and really? us, I was a Leafs fan. Simple as that, you know. <laughs> I love my dad, great guy. Yeah, but uh, you know, what was his reasoning for being a Montreal fan? Was he originally from? He was born in London, Ontario. Older brother was was given a Detroit Red Wings shirt when he, uh, you know, for Christmas one day. Medium brother got a, a Leafs shirt and he got a Habs shirt. One of those. And they just beat each other up for <laughs> year after year, and that was it. That was original six. Original six, and they 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 lived it, man. <laughs> so, who is your favorite uh, Toronto Maple Leafs player? Right now, I'm, I'm Dion Phaneuf. Yeah. All the way. I love Fratton. He's, he's, he's amazing. I'm, Kadri, I'm glad he's, like, kicking ass now. And there's other players that I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm digging a lot right now. You know, right now, currently, I'm, I'm with Phaneuf. He's been a leader. Well, let's... All-time favorite Leaf? All-time favorite Leaf, yeah. Oh, it's a toss-up between Sittler and... Uh, 
Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go with. I'm, I'm, I'm on the peas. I'm on the peas. I'm on the peas. Hard, I'm on the hard question. It's too much. It's too much. It's hard. Like they, but I, I mean, you can't like, go wrong with Sittler. Sittler's amazing. I mean, he was like, McDonald was amazing. I still love Tiger Williams, even though he blew the 1978 playoff series when they lost in the fourth game of the semifinals against the Habs. Uh, they were down four nothing going to the third. They tied it up four four. Williams got a penalty, and uh, the Habs, uh, I believe. Robinson scored in overtime. We lost this series 5-4, and that was that. That's the last time uh, we met the Habs in the playoffs, 78. Last time we did the semi- well, second last time we did the semifinals. And denied a Stanley Cup final in 93. Yeah. Yeah, due to Wayne Gretzky. Oh, wait, i got to give Gilmer some love. Uh, Gilmer. That's who I thought you were going to say. Gilmer, you know what? And crack his head. What a gl- blessed person. When he came back, you know, and he was playing for the Leafs, I was like, this is great. And then they uh, kind of got injured in that this is when he played again for the team. And that was that was heartbreaking. This was the quietest bar we could find, by the way, everybody out there. It is Friday night. Yeah. So Dougie G, uh, Sittler, those are pretty pretty solid choices, I would yeah, say. I mean, there are other players that, that I had big crushes on through the years when I was younger. Goaltender, who currently, I cannot remember his name, talking like late 70s. P, uh, first name, last name, starting with P. Come on, not Palmatier. Palmatier, thanks. Palmatier lived nearby my house, and yeah, I really, really? liked him. Yeah, I mean, like he was living with his mom back then. You know, he didn't make a lot of money back then, so <laughs> Palmatier lived around the corner from my from my uh, public school. But I, I loved a lot of players from that, that era. Wilf Paymont. Uh, Did you ever cross paths with uh, Palmatier? No, never saw him. Ran to his mom a couple times. Nice lady. Oh yeah, lovely lady. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she raised the maple leaf, so. There you go. Um, okay, so we got to go back to Dion Phaneuf. Now, when I first saw you, you were very excited uh, to tell me that you, you had a, uh, well, a brief encounter with, with Dion Phaneuf. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I manage a few artists, and one of them's Walk Off the Earth, and Dion just emailed me out of the blue. I was at a punk rock show. He emails me out of the blue. He's like, hi, it's Dion Phaneuf. I want to ask you about Walk Off the Earth. I just looked at it, I thought it was, it was like, the, like, at, like, hotmail.ca. I was like, there's no way. I showed my buddy Mike. He's like, no way. And there's a phone that number. email like, address is going to get flooded, by the way. And there was a phone number. I was like, man, I'm going to get my wife to call. Because there's no way doofus me is going to call Dion Phaneuf. I'm going to get my, my wife, who, you know, can flirt and be all cute and stuff, to call Dion. I was like, no, that's kind of weird. I'm going to call him. So in between bands, I call him. And it was him. He had a 403 number. So I, right off the bat, I was like, are you still got your Calgary number, oh. man? <laughs> but, uh, still, still hoping to come back to Calgary? Yeah. yeah. This is before the strike was over. Okay. So, uh, you know, I guess he had a little bit of time. Um, and he was actually asking for the band to play his wedding, which we tried to make happen. But right around the same time, we were dealing with uh, Sarah, who's in Walk Off the Earth, for pregnancy, which we hadn't announced yet. So I couldn't really answer him right away. So whatever. I got three conversations out of it, out of greed or whatever. But... Uh, I, uh, you know, I, we had to decline playing his show, playing his, uh, his wedding, which would have been amazing because of Sarah's uh, pregnancy. Now, uh, you were actually uh, blown away by his politeness on the phone, correct? He was an absolute gentleman. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you know, I'm talking to Dion Phaneuf, and I'm nervous. I'm trying to be professional manager and, you know, you know, be that guy. But um, it, for me, it's such a thrill. It was, it was amazing. I called him again. Uh, they were playing Montreal. It was the uh, first game of the season. I was trying to be, you know, politically correct, not bug him when the game, the, you know, the season's starting up and things got crazy. But uh, he was always ready to take a call and very professional, very easygoing. Uh, he wanted the band, but <laughs> it just couldn't happen. That's crazy, but I, I guess in the long run, I guess it means that he has good taste in music. Apparently so. You know, um, he, he fell in love with the band's YouTube, uh, whatever, shenanigans, and, 
and uh, it tra- you know the charisma that they have. And it, I understand it. It'd be great for a wedding to have a band like that at. I get it. Now I've heard that Dion Phaneuf actually took over the stereo in the locker room. Any truth to that? Does anybody know about that? I think that was his first day, that's what they said the first day he uh, joined the Leafs. He, he took it over? Yeah. He was just like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you tell the band? I did. They freaked out. And these two guys are huge Leaf fans. Um, Taylor, particularly, was just down. He, he watched the Philly game a couple uh, week ago, less than a week ago. Um, yeah, they're, they're big fans. So they wanted to make it happen. They were like, let's make it happen. Come on, come on. And I was like, guys, you got to be a little, you know, kind, you know? Yeah. So I was having a baby three weeks before this. I don't think it's, it's going to happen. So, you know. But again, you know, even Sarah was like, I'll try to. This is crazy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. so what do you think of the Leafs, I guess, uh, this time around? i got to be honest. I thought the Leafs and the Habs were going to completely suck this year. I thought they were going to be the worst teams in the league. I'm sorry. I thought wrong. The young, the youth of the team has come out of nowhere. The vision, you know, that, that Burke had was, uh, it's coming, you know, we're seeing it now. And it's, it's amazing with the free, the free agent season coming up, the players that are available. We might just have the team that he was building next, next the September. The coaching change seemed to really, yep. I mean, there's, personnel is more or less the same the core players are the same and you know a coaching change has sort of changed it now we've got goaltending all of a sudden you know yeah, I mean, the it's, two go hand in hand there's a combination of things i mean i you know how much did that elbow to the head that reimer got against the habs really do to that entire season i think it's it, that was critical yeah. that moment and you see it every time and that's why i don't mind people biting Habs players sorry yeah. Habs but uh, but that was a moment that that defined the whole season for the team it did it, it led to the, the fall apart that came along and Reimer took a long time recovery he's back he's like with a 929 save percent average he's like he's got to get we got to get him back and you know get Fratton back from this little miniature knee injury. stomach dropped when he got injured uh, in that Philly game I, I thought it was nothing. I was like, oh, he's faking it. He's trying to draw a penalty. Good, smart on you. But then all of a sudden, it was over, you know. So, I mean, it just goes to show you that, that, that I think the big difference between the team this year and last year, one is Reimer. Two, there's uh, the defensive core. It seems to be gelling better this year than, than last year. We had great names last year, but this year, the Frazier, I mean, there's just a there's this certain, like, gel that's going on that I haven't seen in a while in the Leafs. I like it. I hope it continues. You know, at the beginning of the season, I was really worried. First two games, I thought, this is going to be a rough year. <laughs> this is going to be a rough year. And they, they got their stuff together. And like you said, I think they fell, in, fell into uh, Carlisle's, uh, whatever his mentality system. It looks good. A lot of people were saying that, that this team now reminds them of that Pat Quinn team. It's true. It does have a bit of that, you know. It, it's got a bit of that, the roughness and the super speed. Bay Street Bullies are yep. back. And also the road, the road record. Yep, and they they manhandled the Habs in that last game. You know, it was nice to see. I'd like to see him play again. You know, boss a few more times, see how that goes. And that's always that's a pretty good gauge. Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, there's there's absolutely no interaction with the Western Conference this year, so it's going to be a mystery when they roll around to the semifinal or the yeah. finals this year. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. So, uh, what about Kessel? Any thoughts on Phil? People are talking about now trading him and all that stuff. Do not trade him. Yeah, keep him. He's mint. You need him. This is the building block you have to keep on this team. Everyone else is literally, I mean, like, with, without him on the team, I think we're lost. So you got to keep him. 
if we pick up the free trade, the, the free agent that we're looking for in the summer, we'll have the team that we've always been talking about for the last five years. And Phil, you know, Phil Castle can make plays, man. Like, yeah, he can score, but he can also pass that puck. I I can't believe the, the passes he's made this season has been fantastic. You know, people are talking about not not scoring many goals, and you, you see some of those passes that he wasn't making last year. They're fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love when he shoots from, you know, you know, from this the, quick risk. Yeah, the quick, the, the quick risk. You know, just a little bit shy of the of the uh, the faceoff circle. You see him do that, and you just feel like it's going to go in every time he shoots it. You yeah. feel like it's got a chance, and you know it doesn't. You know it doesn't happen, but you just feel like you see it. Like, oh, oh, look out! You know. I've always said that about Phil Kessel. I always, when you go to a game live, you, you start to look and see what the fans are doing when a, when a, a player picks up the puck, and even when he picks it up in his own zone. There's an audible sort of buzz, yeah. and I can't remember that happening with another player, maybe Sundin or McGilney, where they used to sort of pick it up in their own zone. You knew something good was going to happen, but I think Kessel's got that same thing. It's uh, it's really interesting. He's dangerous every time he gets the puck. Is I think yeah. what I'm trying to say. Do you have Clark, a? When I love Sundin, I forgot oh, about Clark this. and Sundin. Yeah. <laughs> Any. Uh, any favorite games? Do you have a favorite game you remember that just, you know, one of those games where you were just like, what a game? Or... I remember, I mean, there was one that, that when the Leafs were tanking it, this is a long time ago, they played the Edmonton Oilers in their, their height, and we won something like 10-4, to 4, and that, that was a huge game for me. I, it was like, goals were going in like crazy, but it was out of control. But uh, for me, that 1978 game is, it really affected me deeply. That that is this game where I, I my brother and I were I was like seven and my brother was nine and we got tickets, my dad let us go and it was the fourth game of the playoff series of seventy eight semifinals. That game defined so much for me. That's when I, my my bitterness of the Habs really kicked in and my love for the Leafs came I could see Harold Harold Ballard just sitting down. It was great tickets, you know. It was, it's fantastic. So this is in the gardens. Yeah, it was gardens. Yeah. Um, I could see him. He was just around the corner, and a little he'd pop out like a groundhog. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was so weird. I mean, my vision, my, my memories, I'm sure, are completely not what it, based in reality. But my version of it is just totally, you know, that it was him, him sticking his head around the corner. I got tickets on April 14th to see the Habs and Leafs at the Maple Leaf Gardens or Air Canada Center, whatever it's called now. Um, and I am super excited about it. I've been looking for a long time. So you going to drive in? I'm driving in. I, I'm coming down. I'm actually coming down for the Raptors game the day before. Oh, cool. And I got walk off at uh, playing a show the day of uh, the first day of that weekend. So I'm going to do a little business. I got some sports to do. It's going to be fantastic. The wife set it all up. God bless her. <laughs> I got to ask now. So you've had the uh, Dion Phaneuf. We'll, we'll call it an encounter. And again, if anybody's listening, Matt genuinely feels bad about saying no to this. Like, you are upset. I'm very upset. If I could have made them, Sarah, like, pop it back in there. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll take that back. <laughs> have you had any encounters with any other Leafs in your day? Um, I've run, uh, no, uh, but I have run into uh, ex-Leaf Matthew Lombardi. Cool. Um, I just, he happened to know a up-and-coming uh, golf player from Montreal that we both knew. We were just going around. The, it was like a Canadian Open trial for the PGA game. We were hanging out. We just hung out for like nine holes. We didn't play. We just hung out. He was playing with Phoenix at the time, but awesome guy. I, I'm, when he came to, to Toronto, I was so happy, and then he just had a tough time. Couldn't really find his, uh, you know, 
his spot on the team. We traded him off again, but whatever. Really good guy. That's cool. about it. I met Theodore from uh, from the Habs. Actually, a perfectly nice guy, but then again, he's from the Habs, so what can you do? Wow. Make? So you met him when he was in that on the Habs. That was his, his heyday. Yeah, yeah. He, he came at a lot of punk rock shows. A lot of what? punk shows. Yeah. He was I actually the, heard Felix Potvin was a big punk rocker. I did too, but, you know, should have traded him to Montreal. I'll probably get a bump into him. No, I mean, Theodore would show up at, like, the Pennywise show, and uh, he came to a couple of Smasher shows. He's the guy that got me the free jerseys back in the day. I'm, I'm serious. He's like, this is like when, you know, we were doing very well. And you have something to wipe your ass with, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, you know, you're talking with Jose Theodore, and you're like... And he gives you a jersey? Yeah, yeah you got to be real. I, it, was, it was a course in practice shirts. Of course, I was playing for Leafs by then. Still at 27 on the back for Corson. This is, of course, a practice jersey, and no, it was amazing. It's a little blood on the shoulder type thing. It's amazing. Oh. I gotta ask this now. Are there any Planet Smasher songs that reference the Maple Leafs? There, there is, we have indirectly we reference uh, Dougie Gilmore. But that's when he was playing for Calgary. We were we actually say uh, crack his head, I believe, uh, and, and Thorn Flurry. We make fun of him too. Uh, <laughs> what song? Uh, again, Uncle Gordy. Can we play it? You can play Uncle Gordy. <laughs> Let's do it right now. We'll be back in a sec.
Smashers referencing Dougie G, one of Matt's favorite Leafs. Flurry, come on. Flurry, Flurry, yeah. Yeah. Hey, but Dougie G was a Leaf, eventually. Yeah. We're talking to Matt Collier of uh, Stomp Records. People that don't know Stomp, it's a label that uh, Matt runs, and uh, he's also the front man, the Planet Smashers. We're going to get to music off the new record, uh, Descent into the Valley of the Planet Smashers. But before we get to that, a couple more quick Leafs questions. Are we going to make the playoffs this year? Yes, we are making the playoffs. Primer. Are you optimistic? I love Reimer, dude. I'm a big Reimer guy. I think, you know, the, no no talk of the Stanley Cup. Don't even talk about it. We're going to make the playoffs here. We're going to squeak in. Round um, one defeat? No. Two no, rounds? I'm set. I'm set. It's wild. Spoilers. It's wild west this year, man. Yeah, and again, true. it's wild west. They're going to be spoilers. They're going to pull it off. They're going to make it through one round, and then we'll discreetly. Ken Hitchcock said that at the start of the season. He said these shortened seasons and everything's sort of up in the air. He said expect the unexpected. And yeah. I think uh, so far he's right. I mean, if you look at the standings, teams you thought were going to be great or, you know, maybe not. <laughs> it's, very, it's, it's, it's exactly what you said. It's very gray right now. Yeah. There's a lot of hope. I mean, I could be wrong, you know. I'm not I'm not an expert. But, I, you know, I, I, I sense this sort of positivity that's going on. I don't think they're going to have the late season uh, disaster that happened last year. Um, I I, think, I, the the fact they... that they're doing well right now and Kessel's not scoring... Well. Just wait. He's going to start scoring. Yep. Maybe Fratton will dry up a bit, but I mean, other people are going to step up. You know, Grabowski's going to step up. Kuhlman is going to come out of his shell. He's, he's on a two or three. Kuhlman does sh- He does sh- Oh, yeah. He, he's good. I, I'm fine with him, man. Uh, Lupul's coming back, like you said. Everyone's going to be hungry. You know, what about JVR? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. What an acquisition. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> Landslide trade love victory. Him. <laughs> love him. I love what he says in the press, how he, you know, he's, he's keen about whatever. Keen. Wow, I just said that. He's stoked about getting time to play. You know, he's getting the time. He's being put in this situation that he doesn't normally get put in, and he's producing. It's fantastic. And he got a goal against Philly. Yeah. That was a good one. It wasn't exactly a uh, you know, goal that went in off his leg. It was a gorgeous goal. Burning cool. Luke Shen. That was yeah. the other nice thing. It was <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I know what you're saying, but I still, I still have a... I still like Luke Shen. I yeah. still like him. I'm sorry. Uh, I like Shanny. I like him. All right, it's getting really loud in here. Yeah. So we should probably wrap this up. Right, I think well, they want us out of here. But before we uh, before we wrap it up, um, let's play a song. So I was going to go with Descent into the Valley of the Planet Smashers <laughs> and then into Hippopotamus. All right, do it. Go for it. And before we go, uh, you know, any updates on the band? What can you tell us? You're about to play, but, you know, what, what's the future of the Planet Smashers? We're about to go back to studio and do another record. I, you know, I, I'm putting, I'm doing a little solo record on my own, so that's kind of messing things up, but then we're going to come out. With, Are you? Yeah, it, it's slow. But then we're going to come out with a new one from the Smashers. It should be out in the fall. It's going to be great. It'll be a lot of fun and stupid and, and awesome. Cool. Okay, can't wait to check it out. All right. All right. This is the Planet Smashers. Maddie, thanks, buddy. Thank you very much. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go.
Maple Leafs Hot Stove production. For Maple Leafs news, opinion, and analysis, make sure to go to MapleLeafsHotStove.com and join the conversation. Thanks for listening.